Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John and the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that loves traveling the world, eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Henry. I'm Andrew. And I'm Robert. And if you're just tuning in, Robert is not bouncing up and down because he wants to get you to his OnlyFans. This is not a thirst trap. Robert has our very special guest today. And if you can't see because you're listening later, this little baby river he's showing us. He's our he's our guest today. He won't be very talkative, I, but he's here. I think he's our youngest guest so far. I think, <laughs> I hope he's our youngest guest ever. I hope so too. <laughs> so another one comes around in the, in the Robert John and the Wreck crew. It would be really funny if you were just like on a treadmill or something like that. And that's why you were doing that. And you just... Or, like, any of the other things you could possibly be doing with your, like, bouncing up and down? What about the comment we... section? What else does it look like Robert could be doing right now? Be, be, be nice. Don't be shy. Uh, Warren is getting married this week, so we do not have Warren Mural. He's uh, uh, getting everything ready for his wedding this week. And then uh, Steve is out with Toto still, and I think they're on a drive right now. So Steve is not here either. It's just the good three people in the band, <laughs> you know, making it happen when all the other people aren't here. Yeah, That's here right. we are. That's right. But we did play an awesome show this weekend. We did. That was really, really fun. Uh, we played at uh, Cal Coast Brewery, correct? Yeah. Uh, and Paso Robles, which is like wine country. And uh, it was super fun. And they took really, really good care of us. It was right on a train track in Paso Robles, and uh, we drove up there with a uh, little river over here and with uh, Robert's wife, Rachel, and he did really good on the drive. It was super surprising because it seems like he likes loud music and driving, and the second the music turned off or the second we stopped moving is when he would start crying. Yeah. Yeah. I, he gets the loud music from his mom and the driving from his dad, so... <laughs> He has to have live music on and be in motion to fall asleep. And then he just slept through like the whole drive almost. So yeah, he did really good. He did good. So he's a road dog now. Regular true born road dog river. Road dog river. Uh, Uh, Yeah. To add to Andrews, we we played at Calco's Brewery in Paso Robles, which if you haven't been there, it's Paso Robles. There's a bunch of breweries, a bunch of wineries, a bunch of distilleries. They're all very close together. Um, I didn't go venture off like Andrew did, but Andrew can tell you that story. Um, but we got to go up there and we got to play a really cool brewery. And uh, just it was nice to get out of town and uh, meet some new people, make some new fans, and uh, have some good beer along the way. Yeah, it was cool. I think the best part is uh, we've been working with uh, uh, keyboard subs basically since the cruise because Steve's out with Toto. So a lot of our rehearsals lately have been us uh, rehearsing for the keyboard sub. And that's not an issue. It just means we can't really vary the set list up that much because it's a new person learning new music. And we want to be mindful of their time and then make sure we're doing our best stuff for them. And so this last uh, show we did just as a four piece. And that meant when we did a rehearsal, we got to rehearse a bunch of songs we have not played in a long time. It was really fun to switch up the set list. We believe it or not, everyone in the audience, we played a set and did not play Cold Night. It's I know true. everyone's disappointed. There's gasps throughout true. the crowd. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited because we get to go back there, and then people will see us, and uh, we'll 
like Cold Night will blow their minds. And I feel like we did enough mind-blowing soloing and <laughs> everything else that we did. But we uh, brought back a lot of uh, new songs that we haven't been playing, a lot of mm-hmm. old songs that we haven't been playing. And, uh, yeah, what did you guys like in the uh, new uh, songs that we got to play this week? Well, um, I'm a little biased, but, uh, ow, what is that? Someone just get a text message? Yeah, what was that? That was loud. Uh, yeah, I heard that because of the bouncing, so every time I get a notification, it rings, and I don't know how to turn it off right now. Oh, please. Well, um, I... Sorry to I, <laughs> I, uh, I got it, Henry. I'm, I'm turning off. I'm turning dirt. Do not disturb. Oh, there you go. Cool. All right, um, Steve. Edit right here. <laughs> right here. Okay, there it is. Uh, yeah, no, it was cool. We got to play. Um, I'm a little biased. We got to play Desert Sun, which was really cool. I, I actually wrote that song years ago, and uh, it made it onto Shine a Light on Me, Brother, as a Robert John the Rex song, and it was cool to finally play that. I think we've only played that a handful of times. Um, and obviously, uh, Georgia Mud. We brought that back, which was really cool. Um, and there were there was other stuff too that I'm not quite able to name right now, but but there were a few things in the set that were different than usual. It was just refreshing to like play some new stuff, and you know that's always fun. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been years and years since we played Georgia Mud, right? Uh, which was an old classic of Robert John and the Wreck. Which, if if you've gotten to know the band in the past couple of years, you probably have never even heard it. And if you didn't go through the back catalog, you don't even know what we're talking about. So go through that back catalog. We got a song called George Mud, and uh, it's also Robbie Boyd, our road manager, if you will, um, favorite song. And so that was kind of cool that we got to play it for him. And uh, we will be playing it more when we get out to Europe. I'm pretty sure. So keep your ears and eyes open. Yeah, and then uh, the rehearsal, we ran through a bunch of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. If you don't know our catalog that well, we're just going to talk about it and assume you know what we're talking about. But we'll maybe mention the records. But uh, uh, we ran through Ain't No Young Love Song, which we were playing a lot when we were doing the record. And then we just talked about it on that the last podcast. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, we did a breakdown of that song. Uh, that song, Shine a Light. We did Desert Sun. That was also on Shine a Light. I love that song. That song's great. That's great. Um, we ran through Movin' on the new record, which I love that song uh, a lot. I love a lot of the songs on the new record that we haven't really uh, played yet today. Uh, what else do we, we... We did High Time again, but we kind of play High Time a lot on the tours and stuff, so you, you might have heard that one before. That's on the self-titled White Record. Um, we ran through... Uh, a couple more things on Last Line on the Highway. We ran through Christina Bunker's favorite song, which is a song at, uh, close to the end of the record called One Last Time. That I don't think... I think we played that song live once. I think we played that song live once at a bar. Mm-hmm. We played it at uh, in Huntington Beach. Uh, oh, yeah. At that bar there. What's it called? Uh, Perks. Perks, yeah. Really? Um, yep. Yeah. And it was just like a big bar downer. And it was when we were doing a lot more bar sets and stuff like that. So I think we just sort of took it at the set. And then we played it once and we sort of had to get it back in the fingers and remember mm-hmm. all the vocals. And then the second time it was like we'd been playing it for a hundred years or whatever. Yeah. And it's amazing how fast those things just come back. Like, again, we haven't touched that song in probably two years, two years, you know, and then uh, just immediately it comes back. So, oh, here she is. <laughs> 
Christina just shows up when we happen to be talking about one last time in the chat. <laughs> and we ran through another thing that we haven't ran through in a long time, which is uh, that we've never played live except for the stream, and that's Last Line on the Highway. And mm-hmm. that sounded really good, too. Uh, those two things. So we might be playing those things, including Georgia Mud, which is on... Uh, what record is Georgia on? Glory Bound. It's on Glory Bound, and it's on the uh, Wreckage Volume 1. The, there's two versions of that song. So uh, go check those out if you haven't checked them out yet. They're all great songs. We have a really good back catalog of stuff, uh, you know, if you're willing to go through it. But, yeah, it's going to be really cool. We're going to have, like, a really new set list for Europe and a really new set list for The Wayfarer, or we're going to play a lot of, like, you know, the classics. I don't think we can get away with any shows without playing Ole Miss Carolina anymore, but... uh. <laughs> we will definitely be uh, busting out a bunch of new stuff. So if you're local or if you're not local and you're in Europe, or you're going to get a great new show from Robert John the Wreck that we haven't been doing lately. So I'm excited. I'm excited too. And you know, it, it, it's, it's, I think to say this, we, we enjoy every show we do and that's not the case, but it's always fun to throw in some new ones and throw in some ones that we haven't played in a while. And, uh, it makes us a little bit more excited every show when we know we're going to do something like that. So, um, yeah, come out to the shows in Europe and come out to the Wayfair. If you're local, it'll be our last show in Southern California before we go to Europe for ever. Um, and be excited. Just be excited. Yeah. Just be excited guys. Be excited for us. And you know what happens after the shows? What I do this on my drive back home. Uh, drink. Maybe you guys can guess. What what happens? I'm trying to set you up for your transition, Henry. What do you do? What do you think I do? Well, I don't know. I've never been in your car, so I don't know what you do. Not everything, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Henry, what do I do on my drive home? I've never been in your car with you, so I don't know. Fucking murder you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, River. Do you listen to music? (laughs) I listen to music in my car. And uh oh, great! Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I guess it right. I I can't believe I got that right first try. Give myself a high five for that one. Um, so maybe you want to go into your segment about music then. Oh, that's a good idea. I wasn't going to do that, but but now that you told me to do it, I'm going to do it. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so today, uh, this is actually a fun one because not only uh, is there, there wasn't really anything I could find today. Sometimes I try to do a historical reference, and today I didn't really see much that like I could kind of make into a segment. So uh, basically, today I'm doing something a little different. Uh, I'm doing a uh, request, which goes out to our very own Steve Majora. And uh, he texted me about this. He said he was really digging this and he thinks it would be a cool song to put on the playlist. And I had to agree. And it's very topical given that Steve is touring with this band right now, opening for them uh, for Journey. And uh, I wanted to talk about Early Journey, which is my favorite Journey. Uh, I like their first three records personally. I think they're really, really awesome. And uh, this is more of like a jazz fusion thing, actually. Um, uh, and it was originally started with Greg Rowley and Neil Sean, who had left from Santana's band. And um, yeah, the first three records are just 
crazy. They're total like they kind you kind of hear the transition from the jazz fusion thing to more of a uh pop rock influence thing, but uh but those first three records are outstanding and I really love them a lot. And this one is off of the first record, the self-titled Journey from 1975, which came out on April 1st, 1975. And since this is not April 1st, we're going to kind of round back a little bit uh, and just say, you know, in commemoration of their anniversary of that record, uh, we're going to listen to this request. And it is called Topaz. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, thanks, Steve, for uh reminding me of this musical gem so to speak hope you guys enjoy
ton to say about this because I just did a bunch of research on this. So my knowledge of Journey begins with Steve Smith, who is like a super famous drummer who was the drummer of Journey probably when I started listening to Journey in the 90s. Right. Um, right. This is before uh, Steve Smith, though. Yes. And so do you mind if I take this and then you can go ahead iterate because I'm looking it up. So yeah. Journey's original drummer is named Ansley Dunbar. Ainsley and he, Dunbar. Ainsley? Ainsley Dunbar, yeah. Okay, and he fits into, like, every single other one of your 70s... Right. Uh, <laughs> like, boxes that we uh, do all the time. I didn't know that that was, like, a piece of that. Mm -hmm. Because I, I know Steve Smith. Steve Smith is also, like, an awesome jazz fusion drummer and can play right. all this stuff, no problem. But, so it was saying... Uh, he auditioned for Jimi Hendrix and he was uh, right there with Mitch Mitchell and yeah. Mitch Mitchell got the gig and he didn't do it. Right. Then he started playing for John Mayall on the blues breakers, which like mm -hmm. everyone in that scene went through that band and it's crazy. And so before journey, he was playing with Frank Zappa. Right. He had he also worked with Jeff singers. Beck and Shiggy yes. Otis as well. Uh, which are all people we've listened to right. on the podcast at one point or another. Right. And then, uh, the reason that Steve Smith got hired is Journey asked uh, Ainsley to start playing less and play more of in a pop rock style. Right. And instead of doing that, he just uh, kept doing what he was doing and they had to right. fire, <laughs> uh, which is crazy. And that's how right. Steve Smith joined the band, which is, right. I didn't know that. I didn't know uh, that either. And uh, Steve Smith's been on and off in Journey for a long time, and they've had other drummers, but Steve Smith is the drummer that everyone knows in Journey. Right. Because I don't think Journey got as popular as they are today until that era where they sort of switched over to pop rock. Uh, but that didn't stop this guy from having, like, a monster career. Oh, yeah. Playing uh, David Bowie, Lou Reed, uh, Mick Ronson, uh, let's see, Jefferson Starship, White Snake in 1987. Yep. yep. Uh, UFO. Uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of stuff he did after that and had like a full career, you know, playing the shit out of the drums after that. Right. <laughs> just crazy. Right. And uh, before that, too. I mean, it's all like, I mean, it's, it's in crazy, insane, like just all this, all these credits he has playing drums for people. And I don't think it, this era of journey is like, a long time too. It's like seven or eight years or something that they were making records like this. It's like a whole, you know, I think it's like five. Yeah. Like, like around that, let's see, or four. 
73 to 77. So yeah, you're right. Five or, or yeah. 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 And then, and then infinity was kind of when they had a major change in direction, but Ainsley Dunbar still played drums on that record. So that was the only record that Steve Perry and Ainsley Dunbar were. Oh, interesting. That's the one with wheel in the sky and lights on it. No, that's awesome. I didn't yeah. even know that this era of journey existed and right. like that they had to make, that's like a pretty significant change. That's like yeah. whatever, uh, What's it? That's like a Genesis style change from, you know, yeah, crazy, right, lots right. of note fusion to like pop rock songs. Yep, precisely. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a great, uh, that's a great, you know, track for what it's supposed to be, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steve texted me about it and he was like, he was like, oh, you should feature this. And I was like, all right. <laughs> now, do they still play anything for that era? I Full think, disclosure, I'm going to see this tonight, so don't tell me I, too much about I this concert, because I don't know um, anything about it. I think they may have, they may do one song in the set that's like a, that's like a uh, instrumental, but I don't know. I haven't looked at their set list or any, anything like that. I have no idea. Um, uh, cool. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I don't know. Yeah, oh. uh, that'd be cool. And then I know whoever's, you know, they always get like top notch musicians. Yeah, yeah. Who's the only original member? Is it just Steve Neil. Perry left, correct? Well, Steve Perry w- is not. It's, oh, it's I'm sorry. Arnold Pineda is the lead singer now. But, but oh, Neil, okay. it was. So the. the Neil mis- Sean, yeah. Neil Sean is. And Neil Sean is actually. It was actually his band originally. He formed it with Greg Rowley uh, because they both left Santana's band. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy that we're to that point. And then. Yeah, all of them have spectacular musicians that have been in those bands for like long periods of time and stuff or on and off. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. Right. Well, I'm going to see Toto tonight with a bunch of young American people and Steve's <laughs> old roommate, Ryan. And I'm pretty excited. Uh, I've been trying to intentionally like not look at any of Steve's posts just from the other stuff. But, uh, yeah, the band sounds really good. And, uh, like especially their vocal harmonies and some of the things that Steve yeah, posts. Yeah, sounds so. insane. And then I've seen nothing of Journey, uh, and I don't even want to know. I've seen like one live DVD of Journey back in the day, and you know I've listened to their music otherwise, but I I didn't want to know anything about this show tonight. So I'm pretty excited to go uh, see this. Yeah, I've been going to tons of concerts. What did you see last night? Me? Yeah. I didn't see anything last night. Or didn't you say you went to like a metal show or something like oh, that? Oh, I I was just it was like a jam sesh. It was like a like a writing jam sesh ah. thing I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a it was a it was like a studio thing. Um so the the drummer of my band, King Tree and the Earth Mothers, Derek is from another band called Painted Wives. And uh and so I've been collaborating a little bit with them. And uh, we're trying to we're trying to make an album, which is different for me because it's more in like it's definitely more in like the metal world, um, which I've really never played much of. But they seem to like what I'm doing for it, so it's an interesting change of dynamics and um, just what we've been doing during the week, a couple nights a week, uh, working on that type of stuff. Nice. I've been trying to go to as many concerts as I can get my hands on before uh, we leave for tour because right. I feel like I really miss doing that during covid i think before we were out like you know almost six seven nights a week going to see live music especially back in the day like in the music scene when things were 
you know, going heavier. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, between, uh, going to see Neil Francis, going to see Eric Krasnow Monday, I went to, or last night I went to the big potato to see my, uh, business partner play. He's like an amazing jazz drummer that plays for Michael Buble and a bunch of right. like jazz artists in LA. And they have a trio with like, uh, it's a guitar player led trio. I have to take you to this thing sometimes. Cause it's, uh, I think his name is Graham Becker. If I have it correctly. Okay. Let me check. Uh, yeah. Graham Becker. And, uh, Oh wait, that's, I might be saying his name wrong. It's okay. <laughs> but, uh, uh, he played for the Clayton Hamilton Orchestra. If you guys ever know anything about jazz, there's, uh, those are two very famous jazz musicians playing in a big band together. And uh, this guy just rips. And there was like another uh, L.A. jazz guitar player dressed like a cowboy, which is super, uh, you know, unique. And they were just destroying stuff. And it's in such a different way than uh, like... We, we were on the blues boat and you see people do like blues all the time and like rip blues and jazz people still play like blues progressions, but what they do over it is such a different monster. Right. They're doing a bunch of chord soloing and a bunch of like, just sort of making their own chords over it and just playing like ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. So I've loved going to shows over these past couple weeks and getting back into the concert stuff. Mm-hmm. So as shows come back and stuff like that, who do you think you're most excited to see? Cause we've had a lot of canceled tours and then like journey and Toto had to cancel a bunch of their tour dates because of COVID and making sure that it got in the right spot. And I think now we're sort of like out of the woods. I don't right. want to, you know, but it looks we like everything's so. starting to come back. The music festivals are coming back. So what's, what's maybe a show that we're playing that you're excited for. What's a show that you're excited to come or that, is coming back that you're excited for. So actually, uh, this is a good question right now because I actually have a couple things uh, coming up before we leave. Um, I'm actually going to see, I've talked about them a bunch on the podcast. I'm actually going to see white denim on Saturday with my girlfriend, uh, which I'm super excited about. Um, and I haven't, I don't think I've seen them since, uh, the, the last time they came to California, we were on tour. Uh, so I haven't seen them since I think 2019 probably. Um, and I've seen them now at least, I want to say three or four times. Um, and they're always spectacular. So I'm really, really jazzed about seeing them. And then I believe on, I believe next Tuesday, uh, I'm going, I, I just found out, we just found out about the show. Uh, I'm going to see King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with my brother in, um, the Fox? Uh, yeah, the Fox, yeah. And that's in a week. Um, I was thinking and, of trying to go to that show, yeah. too. I'm trying to convince... Just, our he, office is in downtown Pomona. Yeah. So I'm trying to convince the people from uh, the Pomona office to go to that show. Yeah, he was just like, oh, let's let's go see... Uh, oh, he, like, he, like, looked, we were, like, driving in the car the other day. He's like, oh, well, I should get tickets to this King Gizzard show. Like, let's go have a bro's night, go see King Gizzard in uh, Pomona. And I'm like, dude, I haven't seen them yet. And... What I'm even more jazzed about is uh, the band Mild Life, which is another Australian band, is opening up for them. So I'm getting like a bunch of stuff knocked out with that show. Um, and I've featured all three of these bands on the podcast. So that's like even goes farther to show, you know, how excited I am that like, you know, mostly I talk about 70s music on this. So when it's a when it's a current band, I really, really like them a lot. 
And uh, the fact that I'm going to see three of them in the next week, uh, I'm really, really stoked about it. Cool. Um, you know, I'm a punk rock nerd. So there's a yes. bunch of punk rock beer festivals that are coming back. We can never make half of them because now we're playing on the weekends again. But uh, there's a lot of those shows coming back that are just like, all those bands are from LA anyways, or close to LA. So they usually just play like weeknight shows out here. And there's been a bunch of weeknight, you know, sort of $20 punk rock shows that I'm excited to get back into. Right. Uh, I, was, I just saw the Pixies recently. I think I talked about this too. And uh, I was super bummed because uh, uh, Frank Black like lost his voice halfway through the set and just bailed on the set and then canceled his next date. <laughs> right. And so I was really excited to see them until uh, he got halfway through his set. It can quite handle it, you know? And it's crazy to see uh, they're on like the same uh, like trek that we do. They're like they played in Cardiff, Wales. They play they're playing a bunch of UK dates now. So it's really weird to see us on those same paths as some of these other like major tours. They're obviously playing bigger venues, but it's the same cities and uh, you know it's the same people. So it's really cool to see that we're in that you know path as well with all these people playing these same kinds of venues. Yeah, it's crazy. You know we're playing the O2 Arena in Liverpool? Right. Or the O2, <laughs> O2 Academy, I think. Yeah, yeah. O2 Academy, which is super exciting. Super excited about that one. Who else am I excited to see? I want I want big acts like Radiohead or something to tour again, or like right. big 90s acts. Right. I feel like... like um, I still haven't like, seen Radiohead, and I love Radiohead. They're great. Their live show is awesome. There's like lots of lights and cool stuff like that. I feel like there's a lot of 90s bands who play all the time. Like Smashing Pumpkins is always on tour. Pearl Jam is always on tour. Uh, uh, I think, I don't know if Stone Temple Pilots is still playing under that name or whatever, but a lot of those guys just still work all the time, you know? So they're still doing it. They're still showing up everywhere. Um, but yeah, Radiohead's like a band that hasn't toured in a while. So that'd be super cool to go see. I'm trying to think of other, like, um, Robert always wants to see Rayla Montaigne. Rayla Montaigne is back on tour, but we're going to be gone during the show. <laughs> I, I swear, it's 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 been like 10 years of me wanting to see him. And every time he comes to town, we are on tour, like hands down. So I think I just, I, now I'm just never going to see him. And then one day when I see him, it'll be magical. That's how it is for me with uh, Tedeschi Trucks. I've wanted to see them for at least five or six years. And literally every single time they've come to town, I've been on tour. And they're great. They're uh, a great show. I just saw uh, my friend's band. It's our old bass player, Nick, who played on Glory Bound. His band, uh, Dust Bowl Revival, played at the Echo Flex. And they killed it. They were amazing. Um, if you ever see them you know, on a bill or anything, they do festivals and stuff like that. They're just like, uh, it's like the singer and a girl background singer and like full horns and a great band. And they just killed it with like a bunch of pop rock songs or stuff that would, you know, work on the boat for all those people. Bruce says Almond Betts. The problem is I think Almond Betts is already taking a hiatus. I think they're only uh, ending out their last couple shows. And then, um, it's not going to be the same lineup anymore, which is a bummer. Uh, 
we got to see them and they were great. But I think it's a bummer for all the fans of the Almond Brothers and that sort of yeah. scene. And they'll probably do it again in five years or something like that. I think it was just uh, they did it sort of in the middle of COVID. Or, yeah, because they played the first show shows were like in 2019 when we were playing that festival in the UK, right? Yeah, around yeah. that. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I think COVID didn't help, you know, with the yeah. building steam and stuff. And then they did those family revival shows that were pretty cool. Which I heard were amazing. Um, I really yeah. want to go to the LA one, but then they canceled it and they moved it to, I think, somewhere recent or when we're gone or something. Oh, I want to see the Wood Brothers. I don't know if they're back on tour yet. I saw, you know, uh, Badesky, Martin, and Wood uh, uh, playing some shows in some of the festivals and stuff like that. So that means they're playing again, but I really wanted, to, I've never seen them and they're one of my favorite bands. If uh, any of you guys know, that would be awesome. And they, I think they play these festivals and like, in all the same, like, you know, Colorado and jam band and like uh, all those sort of in between places. I feel like it'd be awesome to see them. Were you guys just talking about bands that we want to see now that? Yeah, sort of bands that have come back live because shows are sort of now back now and all the big festivals are sort of back. So, what's a band you want to see live that hasn't been playing in the past couple of years? Yeah, one of the best shows I still have ever seen was that was uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats at the Greek, which I think was in 2018 or 2019. But it just was insane to me, and there was I wasn't drunk or anything. Uh, it was just they put on such a great show, like everything from how they come out and how they how they put on a show was just so good. And I already love their music way too much anyway, so I'm really excited to hopefully catch them somewhere uh, this year or next or whenever they come back. And Zach Brown too. I mean, Zach Brown's show is pretty incredible too. Robert Randolph just posted something for Zach Brown band. I think, and it was like a full room full of people. I think he's opening uh, up for Zach Brown. I think he has a few dates with him. So It'd be great awesome. to see Robert Randolph again too. He's, he puts on a great, great show too. Yeah, there's lots of good acts. There's lots of tickets on sale. So, you know, go fill up those rooms, music fans. We need you guys back out there and back having fun to these shows. And we're out there with the rest of you is what we're trying to say. Maybe yeah. not Robert. Robert has a baby, but Robert's putting on the shows. I'm trying. Uh, as far as the ones we're playing, I'm really excited about this. Uh, the Telluride Blues Fest, CeeLo Green yeah. of FU fame is doing a whole James Brown cover set. And I think that's going to be amazing. I'm really excited to see that. There's a lot of good yeah. acts on that. Government Mule, buddy guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. We like all those blues festivals and I've never been to tell you ride before. So I'm really excited to just go see what it's all about and see where that festival takes place. I'm excited to be back in Colorado. We haven't even been through Colorado in years. We used to go through Colorado all the time. There's just something about that state. It's just so awesome that I'm just excited to be back. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we got coming up guys? We have our last show in the States for a very long time. We are playing at our home base, if you will, the Wayfair in Costa Mesa on April 16th with our good friends, Great North Special and Kilo Bravo. So you don't want to miss it. Uh, And then we have a new song coming out on Friday. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) We haven't even thought about it. We didn't even talk about, I I guess, uh, we haven't been thinking about that. But like, oh, no, I guess we did talk about the video shoots and stuff like that. But that gets released Friday. That gets released everywhere digitally on Friday. And then we're releasing another record sometime soon. We don't know exactly when yet, but sometime this summer, we're going to come out with a new record. 
and that will have these new songs on it and we can tell you more about it when it's done we have it in our hands it looks really good yeah uh and uh it's gonna have a bunch of cool stuff on it we're really proud of the new songs and uh trying to think of what else we're doing i think if we get it all in on time we're gonna come out with a pretty cool new t-shirt too with the video that's friday and i already know that i want one which means that you know i when I know I want it and I want to buy it and be the first one that has it, I know we hit something good. So I'm really excited to do that too. So new music, last show in town, new baby. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you all for tuning in and be good to each other and get wrecked.